This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Talenti Gelato and Sorbetto. Maybe you've already got a pint of Talenti in your freezer right now. It's it's the clear one with the twist-off lid, Matthew. Well, your pint may be lonely oh, in there. No. In which case, get it a new friend. Get it a new friend. Like one of the six new flavors of Talenti, let's say. Like uh, chocolate sorbetto or peanut butter pretzel or vanilla caramel swirl. Any of which would make excellent friends for that lonely, lonely pint oh. of vanilla. So to find Talenti at a store near you, go to talentigelato.com. I'm Matthew. I'm Molly. (laughs) And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Oh, boy. It's a Monday morning Uh, when we're taping this here at Spilled Milk. Maybe we could even say what the topic is. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna taste some vinegars today because yeah. that there is nothing I would rather be doing at ten a.m. on a Monday morning. Can they be uh, like alcoholic vinegars? Is that a thing? Uh, isn't that like part of a thing of vinegar that the alcohols have been like converted to acetic hey, acid? Hey, remember that time that I said you were a chemist? <laughs> and <laughs> and do, do you want to, with your extremely extensive chemistry knowledge? Matthew, yeah. Matthew is not a chemist. I remember that time you lied, yes. Do you remember that? I forgot that we were both biologists. Okay, so ethanol. In fermentation, yeasts convert sugars into ethanol. Okay, and e- ethanol is what? Ethanol is alcohol. It's, okay, it's, cool. It's everyone's favorite alcohol. It's but, not rubbing alcohol. It's drinking alcohol. But then somehow it gets converted into acetic acid. Yeah, so there's acetic acid bacteria that convert acetic... This is a great way to start a comedy show, by the way. <laughs> uh, that convert uh, the ethanol into acetic acid. And uh, when it, by the time it's fully vinegarified, mm-hmm. which is a technical term that we use in the vinegar industry. Which is also what we're going to be by the time this show is over. But we're going to be pickled, is the technical yeah, term. Yeah, okay. Anyway, by the time it's vinegarified... So I think there's no there's there's almost no ethanol left. There's just a bunch of acetic acid. And then when when you make com- commercial vinegar, it gets diluted to like a standard like I, I think like to be a good vinegar, like the acetic acid level should be around five percent. Does that sound right? Yeah, I feel like f- five to like seven is very is quite high. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm just realizing? Yes. Uh, 
because it's morning, I just brushed my teeth. Oh, and it's going to be real gross? It's going to be so much grosser than it was already going to be. <laughs> Let's take that. So much grosser. It's We're going to the grosser. Yeah, we're... <laughs> That's that's why they call it the grocer. Yeah, we, it's, it's the it's grosser than other places. We're not just chemists; we're etymological detectives. We are wordsmiths. We're etymological. Never mind. <laughs> we're wordsmiths. Great. Uh, it's also uh, I, I think I think today is the first day of summer. Is is uh, April? What is it? May May second. That's the first day of summer, right? Of course it is. Yeah, um, here in Seattle, it is. Uh, it is a like a balmy eighty two degrees in Matthew's apartment where we're taping. Have you heard of the greenhouse effect? It started here. It started in Matthew's apartment. We can't reveal the exact location, but let's just say no. It's okay. We can <laughs> go oh. ahead. It's it's uh, one two three. <laughs> Spilled Milk Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here in beautiful Seattle, Washington. Yeah, so so we're we're hot. We're already sweaty. We're gonna see if we can cure that with some vinegar, um, like vinegar. I feel like cured. we should be drinking this vinegar on ice. Oh, well, wait a minute. Are we talking about drinking vinegars? It's not on the agenda, but let's let's talk about drinking vinegar, vinegars right now. I have some vi- drinking vinegar in the fridge. We do can start have, off with. Oh my that. god, I, let's do that. Yes. Okay. Let's drink drinking vinegars. Let's talk and drink. Drinking and talking, two of my favorite things to do. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. A la tienne. <laughs> Wait, is that is that what you say? Yeah. In it, France? It's, in it's France? Like, in France. <laughs> that's that's what we say. In, in the band French. Or you would say a la vôtre if it's like multiple people. It's basically sort of short for like to your health. To, uh, to yours. Is, or you would say... Santé! Mm. Health! <laughs> um, hey, which one do I have? Let's talk about this. Okay, so um, this is Pock uh, Pock Somme brand drinking vinegars from the Pock Pock chain of Thai restaurants, which originated in Portland, Oregon. Which and we talked about in last week's episode, right? We did, because I made a salad. The fruit salad episode. You're listening to the Pock Pock podcast, the <laughs> podcast where we uh, parlay about Pock Pock. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes. Speaking of like these P sounds, mm-hmm. um, did you hear? So, so at the time that we're recording this, dear listener, uh, Prince died just a week ago. Did you hear? At the time you're listening to this, he's still dead. He's still dead, unless he is risen. <laughs> Which seems like more possible than any other recent uh, you know, celebrity I death. Th- yeah, I think so. I think that like a stone is going to roll aside. And he's gonna emerge. Yeah, I think um, this is this is gonna get serious for a moment. I think, but I think maybe like the uh, part of the reason that the that the deaths of Prince and David Bowie hit people so hard was that these people, like in the best possible way, didn't really seem human. Yeah, um, they seem totally. like better than human. Yeah, yeah, um, and therefore uh, I- immortal. Well, did you hear? So it's been making rounds of the internet, but the story that that Jimmy Fallon uh, told Questlove, or they sort of told told it together on his show about uh, Jimmy Fallon being challenged to a ping pong game by Prince. No. It's really great. We'll link to it um, on the website. But the best part is that over and over, they're like, he wants to play ping pong with Jimmy Fallon. Like, (laughs) like that's what Prince's security guard was texting to Jimmy Fallon. Okay. He wants to play ping pong with Jimmy Fallon. And I assume they did play ping pong. Eventually, yes. Okay, good. Yeah. It's probably hard to schedule that. And Prince was wearing like a blue crushed velvet suit. As one does to play ping pong. I haven't played ping pong in so long, I don't think I'd be very good at it. Well, you know, the next time I play ping pong, I'm going to drink this Pock Pock drinking vinegar. Yes, Pock Pock's <laughs> ping pong. It's, it's a perfect ping pong partner. 
for when you're having pizza in paradise. <laughs> and uh, this episode is also available in board book form. <laughs> is your kid just learning letters of the alphabet? We can help. <laughs> also, this show is not for children. <laughs> okay. okay. So um, the directions on the bottle of... <laughs> Sorry, I just started thinking again about this trip being in board book format. Okay, yeah, so there'd be like little cartoons of us. Yeah, it'd um, be so cute. And yeah, maybe, I don't know why I came up with this idea, but maybe like we're holding a different cute animal on each page. Like, Can it be an animal that starts with that letter? Is the whole book like, can I about hold, the letter can I P? Ho- can I hold a penguin? <laughs> is the t- yes. An is emperor the, penguin. Is that No, because that doesn't start with P. It, oh. Uh, is the book called? But it's P- got a P and an M. Burr. Good penguin. point. Very good point. Sorry. Does the book what? Uh, is the book called P and was spilled? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, I, I made this uh, drinking vinegar. So what drinking vinegar is? It, uh, you're probably listeners of our show are probably already so cool that they've known about this for years. But it's it's a uh, you know a sweetened vinegar that you can use in a cocktail or mix with soda uh, and drink as a tonic. Anyway, um, it's I, so delicious. I okay. So hold on. Oh, I infinitely prefer that first one. Okay, I like mine a little more dilute. Molly likes hers a little stronger. <laughs> like it's stronger. Yeah. What What do you think that says about you? Oh well, I think it says that I'm more of a badass than you are. Well, everybody knows that. Really, they do. Yes. I mean, I wasn't, Prince didn't text me to play ping pong. That story was about you, right? It, I wasn't, was, it was about me. I wasn't paying very close attention. Prince wants to play ping pong with Molly Weisenberg. Oh, excuse me. He. Apparently, he. whenever his people would, like, his people would text on his behalf and they would always just say he. I want to, uh, can we do this? Can we, can we become just the most. Can I just become she? She wants more drinking vinegar. Chop, chop. Um, sure. No. Uh, so who are you going to be? Oh, I'm going to be, uh, that guy. (laughs) That guy. (laughs) Uh, like, yeah, that, that guy is here again. (laughs) Can we do something about that guy? (laughs) Okay. Let's, uh. I like this idea that we think that we are huge celebrities (laughs) and, and so we're always having our people get in touch with people. We're referring to ourselves in the third person. Well, that's what Abby's for. Producer Abby. I mean, I always have her do all my texting for me. Hey, listeners, if you've ever received a text from me, if any of you are actually my friends, it wasn't me. It was Abby. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if we were sexting. It was Abby. (laughs) Well, I was going to say... All, all shocked, like you sexed with your friends, but you did send me that third love bra picture. So. It was just my collarbone. Yeah, but you know. Uh, I mean, let's be real. My collarbone is hot. Let's let's be, yeah. We'll, we'll, and so is my bra strap. We still haven't posted that picture, nor will we ever, but we'll both we'll say we will. Okay. Vinegar. Maybe we should start talking about that. <laughs> okay. Okay, so drinking vinegar is great. If you come across uh, Pock Pock brand drinking vinegar, I think it's nationally distributed. They're probably competitors now. Get some and soda it up. Uh, oh, wow. I have brought a surprise. So I am married. I married into a great wealth of vinegar. At the time that I met my husband, he was 23 years old and owned like two dozen vinegars. 
And he, you married him anyway. I married him anyway. Weird, right? No, it was like charming. You know, it's one of those like idiosyncrasies that makes somebody. Well, it's probably awesome. it's probably good that you're you're uh, meeting uh, your. What, what word am I trying to use? Your meet cute uh, predated like uh, Fast and Furious dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> when I say Fast and Furious dating apps, obviously I'm referring to the movie series. What is happening here? Molly's just brought out so many vinegars. And this is like but a small portion of the vinegars that we have. Brandon has chilled out a little bit, but for a while people were always like giving us vinegars. And there's a certain point at which I'm like, esoteric vinegar, I'm done with you. Oh, <laughs> That's 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 a uh, a great a great thing to say if you want to make friends. <laughs> like, no, you're perfect for each other because because his Tinder profile had a picture of him in front of his like rack of vinegars, and yours yours was like, uh, you know, fancy vinegars. I'm so over it, and like, you know, it was you were star crossed vinegar lovers. Oh, that's exactly what it was like. Uh-huh. I yeah, know. I yeah. was I was there writing the writing the screenplay. Yeah. How should we taste these? So I tried to bring things that were pretty standard, actually. Okay. Um, and just a couple of interesting things. Let's let's start with you know what? Let's start really really basic. Let's taste some white distilled vinegar. Okay, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, I keep. I'm this... glad. I'm glad that you brought that. Thinking I might not have white distilled vinegar. Well, I also brought um, you know Chinese. Uh, you want to pronounce this for me? Uh, Qingqiang vinegar. Qingqiang vinegar. I'm sure that's wrong. Uh, anyway, I, I know you probably have that black vinegar. Yeah. I know you have that too. I'm sure you probably have white wine and red wine vinegar. Well, I have, I actually don't know if I have white wine vinegar. I have like the cheapest like store brand red wine vinegar, which mm-hmm. I should really stop buying, but we should talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about this. So let's start with, let's start with the white distilled vinegar and then maybe we'll move on to these sort of like, uh, I think of as like kind of classically French white wine and red wine vinegars. Okay, I have two questions. Yeah. Uh, how are we going to taste these? Should we put them in We're, little dishes and like dip our finger in it? I think we should just um, like pour a drop out onto two spoons. Okay. And then we're going to pour some out for our homies. I knew for Prince. Yes, exactly. I, how many times have I made that joke? This he, is the first time though that I've made it about Prince. Thankfully. Um, otherwise that would have been uh, terrifyingly prescient. Do you uh, do you think we're at the, at risk of uh, if we taste all these vinegars um, coming down with a case of metabolic acidosis? No. Okay. Great. This episode is brought to you by Spoonful Magazine. Spoonful is like a quarterly cookbook by and for food lovers. And we've got volume one right in front of us here, and the theme is love affairs. Um, chicka bow wow. And it includes beautiful photography and great contributors like friend of the show Ashley Rodriguez from the blog Not Without Salt and dozens of awesome recipes. Like, uh, how about a potato bacon jam tart with goat cheese? Oh, did you make me one? <laughs> no, no. But you could because the recipe is in Spoonful <laughs> Magazine. Or a complete brunch menu in 90 minutes, including chocolate croissant. Roasted cauliflower and hazelnut salad. That That's the one I'm going to make. You know how we feel about roasted cauliflower, dear listener. Uh, yeah. We want it at all times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bow chicka bow wow. <laughs> no. uh, every issue of Spoonful is full color and built to last. To get 20% off your subscription, go to SpoonfulMag.com and use the offer code SPILLEDMILK. So I'm kind of psyched about this. Uh, we never taste vinegar straight. No, um, except, I mean, 
I, I think the only vinegar that that people typically taste straight is a is balsamic vinegar. Like uh, you go into right. like a fancy food store and they've got like samples out, maybe. Or you so, would, or you like you know dip bread in it or yeah. whatever. Should we in the nineties? Yeah, you do when you're when you take a piece of bread and as you dip, the bread goes back in time. <laughs> Uh, should we be uh, talking about like what we do with vinegar while we're tasting? Or are we going to do yeah, the tasting we, and then? No, let's let's talk about what we do with vinegar. Let's talk about it sort of type by type as we go along here. What do you do with? Uh, well, let's taste this first. This just smells like pure vinegar. pure vinegar. It's tasty. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. What do you do with white white vinegar? Why do you keep it around? Um. The only. Well, okay. For dyeing Easter eggs. That's the vinegar you use. Okay, yeah. Um, which I generally not involved with because I get cranky about holidays. Oh, man. <laughs> and also, I don't like hard-boiled eggs. Uh, um, I'm. I think I'm. I'm 40 years old now, and I think that is officially old enough to be a curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. I have been a curmudgeon since I was like 12, but now it's official. Yeah. Now I've earned it. Um, what else do you keep white vinegar around for? Um, the only recipe that I can think of, uh, that I use white vinegar for is, uh, there's like a, um, maybe pickled carrots recipe from, uh, I think it's from Charles Fawn of the slant, uh, Slanted Door. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, it's, it's really, it's really a simple, like, you know, sugar and white vinegar quick pickle, um, mm-hmm. that I've made a bunch of times and is really good. Uh, there's a quick pickle that a friend of mine in college used to, she introduced me to. It's like... That ubiquitous, like, quick cucumber pickle that's, sure. um, you know, thin-sliced cucumber, sugar, and white vinegar, and yeah. some dill. Oh, that's so good. The thing the thing about this is um, you, you kind of can't go wrong with, with a quick pickle, a quick vinegar pickle, and some kind of crunchy vegetable. Yeah. Because, so... Um, so why would we choose just, like, white vinegar over another vinegar for a pickle like that? I think when when you want like the the it's a neutral vinegar flavor so that the flavor of the vegetable really comes through, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to you don't want to put like a red wine blanket over your beautiful summer carrot. No, I want to put a red wine blanket over my body. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, you can also like wash windows and stuff with white vinegar. I mean, you can use it as a cleaning product. Right. Okay. I use it. um, We have like a a butcher block part of our kitchen counter. Nice. And um, must be nice. I well, it's also like as old as the house. So it's probably kind of full of maggots. It's well, we we took it out and sanded it down and like reconditioned it when (laughs) we bought the house. Sanded off all of the larvae. Sanded off the maggots. (laughs) Anyway, but um, we chop pretty much everything except meat on there. And, uh, of course, you know, wooden cutting boards, they can hold odors. Yes. And I have found that putting some white vinegar on the cutting board and kind of just spreading it around and letting it sit there for 15 minutes and then washing it off really takes care of the old odors. Do you also, uh, like, mineral oil it so it uh, gets a nice sheen? I try to be really good about doing... Yeah, I try to be good about that, too, but I'm not. I use mineral oil and beeswax. I've made nice. this, like, kind of paste from it that I keep in a jar in the wow. closet. And uh, I Do you try have a to name oil. for this? I call it spoon oil. And I we can link to the recipe for spoon oil that I have used. And I try to oil my spoons and cutting what? boards oh, at least spoons. once a year. I was imagining like... Me- like metal spoon. Yeah. No. Wow, this show is suddenly so like informative. Yeah, it's we're gonna we're gonna publish our findings in a book called The Oily Spoon. <laughs> 
So we're moving on to just kind of a, a cheap, like Napoleon brand grocery store white wine vinegar. Also pretty good. Also, so um, Brandon and I bought this when we were on Orcas Island recently. And um, you say this as if this is like a, an artisan product endemic to. No, we were just like stocking this little kitchen in this cabin we were staying in. Oh, yes. And we needed we wanted to like we were cooking a steak. We wanted to have a salad with it. And so we bought this. We bought some cheap olive oil and some mustard and a really mustardy, simple vinaigrette with a white wine vinegar just tastes so French. Nice. So good. Do you enjoy the process of stocking a kitchen in that kind of scenario? I, would, I love it. I wouldn't say I necessarily enjoy it because a lot of the time, especially if you've like flown to get to that place, then you're going to have to leave all that stuff behind and it just feels like... I feel like I'm doing a favor for the next person. Wow, aren't you nice? I am. You are so I'm, nice. In this case, I was kind of like, ooh, this is fun. But I, it was also because I knew I was just going to bring everything home. Yeah, well, I like that. I, I like the feeling of like uh, like a clean slate, and that like I don't have to settle for like so whatever products someone else uh, feels are their favorites or like uh, were convenient for them. Like I can go to the store and pick out exactly what I want, and this is my kitchen for the next three days or whatever. What power, man! Is it is it a big waste of money? Sure, but you know whatever whatever floats your boat. So what I was going to say a minute ago is. Um, I uh, I remember last summer um, when I was a college student. Yeah, I'm, I do remember that. I'm going to be that. reminiscing about this forever. Uh, and uh, and as a result, uh, I would come home and do homework, and my wife would make dinner. Um, and to to note to new listeners, um, I I have a, a wife who is not Molly. I mean, not an additional. Anyway, it's too yeah, hard no, too hard to explain. It's really complicated. There's a lot of paperwork. Anyway, she she would make dinner and uh, and she would do quick vegetable pickles, usually with rice wine vinegar. Uh, and I never got tired of this. You know, she would do. You do. married so well. Um, and and I asked her like, how did you make those awesome pickles? And she's like, I put some vegetables in a colander and poured rice vinegar on them, and they were great. Ah, uh, we should taste some rice vinegar. I have some. Great. So we're moving on to apple cider vinegar. I brought the the sort of ubiquitous Bragg's brand, the old hippie brand that has the mother in it. This is super hippie. So wait, what's the mother? Is this is this woman on the label the mother? <laughs> uh, well, you know, a vinegar mother, isn't it? The um, like a sort of floating raft of all those good bacteria that yeah. are going to turn the uh, sugars into ethanol, and you can, and then into vinegar. Uh, they're the ones that turn the ethanol oh, into vinegar. God, fine, whatever. Uh, and you can you can like give your vinegar mother to a friend, right? Who yeah, wants to you make can share your mother? Yes, you can you can uh, pass your mother around from from <laughs> friend to friend. Anyway, and you can if you want to make vinegar at home. Actually, at Delancey for a long time, we made our own red wine vinegar. I don't know if we have one going right now, and we've also made malt vinegars. Yeah, at Delancey and. I think for at least one of those, we actually started with a mother that we filtered out of a Bragg's <laughs> apple cider vinegar bottle. I know jokes about a vinegar mother. I like. I was going to say it's a hack thing, as if like comics nationwide are getting up and doing jokes about vinegar, vinegar mothers. mothers. But I mean, it's like dad jokey. But the idea, like, imagine you like straining this vat of liquid, and like this old lady jumps out. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> it's, it's Mrs. me, Mrs. Bragg. <laughs> I I thought she was dead. It turned out she was just c- converting that, uh, making vinegar by hand. Well, after we dissed her croutons. She went into the vinegar business. She went business, into the vinegar and business. And she went, she went deep into the vinegar business, like <laughs> In neck the deep. bottle. Yes. Yeah. 
I we've got a lot more vinegars to taste. This is gonna uh, wow, maybe we should split is, this up ooh. into two episodes. Okay, so we're moving into sort of darker colored vinegars now. Oh, we're entering Not entering to, dark territory. Uh, wait, should we taste a rice vinegar? We or do you think we should taste a rice vinegar? Um, wasn't there like a movie, like a Steven Seagal movie, like Under Siege Two: Dark Territory? Am I making this up? You have a much greater affection for these kinds of movies. Like like you've talked so much about Fast and Furious on this show. It's and my favorite thing in the world. I haven't seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. Well, if we had a list of all the things that over the the 200 and some episodes of the show I've said you have to watch, you would be doing nothing for the rest of your life but sitting and watching, I don't know, Summer School and and Steven Seagal movies and Fast and Furious movies and every season of The O.C. And like your life would be wonderful and wasted. I might do it anyway. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's probably worth it. Okay. Yeah. I know uh, what I'm doing this summer. <laughs> I know what you did next summer. Um, the apple cider vinegar was, it was fine. It, you know, it's, it's interesting. It doesn't have, it doesn't retain very much of the cider qualities. I, yet it, I definitely got some apple off it. You did? Yeah. I really like apple cider vinegar. I like to boil potatoes or steam like potatoes, little, you know, Yukon Golds or German Butterballs or something like that. Cut them in half, toss them with some apple cider vinegar when they're still piping hot, and Ooh, then that sounds good. let them cool down a little bit, and then add olive oil to taste and a bunch of salt, and so you kind of get these like just nicely vinegar. It's like a nicely vinegary kind of easy potato salad. Do you think there are like acid people and <laughs> basic people are non-acid people? I think there are acid people because I'm married to one of them. Uh, I, and I have to say, though, I have to make an observation. He used to be way more, his palate used to be way more into acidic flavors prior to his starting to eat meat. Interesting. He was a vegetarian for the first 23, 24 years of his life. And he, I hear him like craving acidic things much less than he used to. I'm definitely an acid head. And eating eating meat hasn't put a dent in it. Okay. Not that not that I'm rejecting your your observation. I generally like really acidic things. Like you know about my my love for sour gummies. And um, I know your love for the crunch is fierce. The, and also like apple varieties. I always want the most sour apple variety. And Definitely. And it's almost never too sour for me. Have you ever had one of those, uh, what's it called? Like Branwell's Pickens? <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> um, there's some kind of uh, British uh, baking oh, apple. Oh, uh, it's like a Br- Bran- Bramwell. Bramwell. Bramwell's. Yeah. Yeah. You, you Listeners. Listeners, we- go get out your copy of Nigel Slater's. <laughs> Right. Oh, I or was, tender volume two, depending on whether you have the British or the American edition. I was going to say, like British listeners, you know exactly what we're talking about, and you're very angry with us. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, th- that's not not meant to be an eating apple, but I will happily eat one. Totally. Okay. Did we try the rice vinegar yet? No. So lately, I've been hearing that black rice vinegar is a is a thing. Like it's maybe becoming like one of these health crazes. So wait, so Lori was just dousing vegetables in rice vinegar and not any like salt or additional sugar or anything? Oh, probably salt. It is amazing how, I mean, it's like sake. Yeah. It's like sake vinegar. Yeah. And this is just like the the cheapo uh, Marocan. So, so tasty. Brand. And uh, yeah, this this rice vinegar is probably my overall favorite vinegar. And what else do you do with it? Um, so let's see. I, I use it for for all kinds of like Asian inspired pickles. 
Um, I it's great in stir fries. Like mm-hmm. if you, uh, <laughs> how how I can't believe it took us this far into the show before I said stir fry. But uh, yeah, if you make a, a you can make like a great like hot and sour stir fry sauce with some of that chili garlic sauce or sambal olek and soy sauce and mm-hmm. like a couple t- tablespoons of this stuff. Cool, great, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, should we keep tasting? Are we going to split this into two episodes, or what are we doing? This is going to be a cliffhanger ending. So Molly, Whoa. Molly is uh, about. She's tied to the railroad tracks. Um, the train is is beating down, bearing down. What What does the train it's, it's, do? It's uh, it's chugging down. It's it's chugging down. It's chugging um, down my drinking vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, my cat keeps trying to drink whatever I'm drinking, and I know a cat should not drink soda but like i put my glass down and i look over and the cat is drinking my soda and then do you keep drinking it yes <laughs> it's amazing how quickly we we change our standards when we have pets yes no now my standard is it's okay for cats to drink soda um <laughs> yeah. don't don't tell my my vet uh, okay, so we were going to blast through the rest of these vinegars. We're not. We're, we're going to cliffhanger this, come back next time, and find out what we think about uh, balsamic vinegar, red wine vinegar, whatever that other bottle of vinegar sitting in front of Molly is. Um, maybe we'll also take a nip from Molly's water bottle that's obscuring the vinegars. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Spoonful Magazine, a new quarterly food magazine that reads like a cookbook. It's written for food lovers by food lovers. Subscribe today and get 20% off by going to SpoonfulMag.com and using the offer code SPILLEDMILK. So you can find us online at SpilledMilkPodcast.com. I don't know. We'll, we'll link to some recipes. You, you mentioned we've, something. We've mentioned a whole bunch of things. We should link to, we can see if we can find some Asian pickle recipes. Maybe you've written like a basic stir fry formula using rice vinegar. Certainly. Um, what else could we talk about? Uh who, um, who knows? Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll link to um, uh, Mrs. Cubison <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> Mrs. Cubison just never gets old for me. It's it's uh, she's probably she's really delightful. she's really old. She's now. probably fictional. <laughs> you can't get older than fictional. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast. Uh, you can find us iTunes. Mm-hmm. You probably already found us on iTunes, but you can leave us a review there. It helps other potential listeners to find us. And don't you want to don't you want to lead other listeners down the path that that ends up in this fracas? I thought you were going to say in this very hot apartment. Well, yes, that uh, you can you can hopefully find us like somewhere outside my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise you're going to have to like send the authorities to come find us inside my apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. If our show gets above 7% actual information, that's too much. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterburton. You know that, that like joke about the guys going to the costume party and... Have you heard this? I'm sure I have, but let's so, let's hear one of Molly's street jokes. <laughs> so the host opens the door, and you know uh, a couple of guys are coming to her Costco host- <laughs> her Costco party. <laughs> and one, so they're both nude, and one wait has, what? <laughs> they're both naked, and what? Maybe you've heard this word before, nude. But okay, and but that's not a costume. One has a pear in front of his crotch, and the uh-huh. other has like a bowl of like 
pudding or custard or something. Right. And the host is like, oh, like, what are you guys? And the one is like, well, I'm deep in despair. <laughs> and the other <laughs> one is like, I'm fucking disgusted. <laughs> All right, pretty good joke. Pretty good, right? Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com.